0: Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, Horticulture Educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And I wanted to address several things that we still have time to do uh, before the snow really flies uh, around and uh, keeps us out of the yard. And uh, I thought I'd start with uh, some things to do. Uh, we've got some perennials that, uh, you know, have succumbed to the one of the many foliage diseases late in the season that they get to. Uh, pottery mildew can be seen on a variety of plants right now, but I always thought I'd start, let's, if you will, from the, from the ground up or the bottom up with lawns. Uh, obviously we need to continue to mow as needed, of course, um, mulching any grass and any fallen leaves that, uh, the mower can handle back into the lawn. Some recent, um, literature I was reading suggests that, uh, uh, oak and maple leaves will... Uh, suppress weed seed growth to some extent, uh, maple foliage over oak foliage, but uh, some of that has both of them have a bit of that ability which means if you've got lots of maples and you're able to mulch them into the lawn, chances are they're going to help suppress uh, spring germinating weed seeds for you, which is, uh, which is a good thing. So as long as we're able to and they don't interfere with the uh, look of the lawn and your more mulches them up fine enough, go ahead and mulch in the grass, mulch in the leaves right back into the lawn and, uh, you're, and you're really all set. You know, eventually there's going to be too many leaves and then we are going to have to put on the mower bag and begin to collect both the grass leaves as uh, uh, as well as the tree leaves uh, as a clipping. Um, the good part of this is, um, I know it's a little more work to bag them when, when you have the lawnmower out, but the good part of that is you already have a great start of uh, the ingredients necessary for a compost pile or to add to the compost pile. Uh, Compost degradation happens when we we have both uh, greens and browns in the pile. Uh, The greens uh, support uh, the food and and moisture energy of the microflora that are in in the compost bin already. And then they turn around and begin to chew and eat and degrade the browns. So you need both. You need moisture. Uh, in in the bin or pile as well, but you get the idea. So before you put that bag off the lawnmower in the landscape waste bag to set it out by the curb, consider using that uh, as a great ingredient in your in, uh, in the in the compost pile or bin. Um, That's one thing you can do with it. Other things you might be interested in using that already mulched up bag of greens and browns from the lawnmower would be to uh, use them in say the perennial bed as an overwinter mulch. Uh, You might add them into the um, vegetable garden soil as well and turn them over or leave them on the top and use it as a winter mulch that way. Um, but they have lots of uses besides going in the landscape waste bag uh, that ends up at the curb so think about that when we're when we're uh, out there mowing the lawn the tail end of the season here um, next up might be something along the lines of the ground covers and you know many will not uh, require much in the way of any kind of winterization that's why they are a hardy ground cover but um, where there is a heavy leaf drop from your shade trees onto the bed, you might have to rake off or blow off a portion of that so that the ground cover at least begins to peek through again. Um, the remaining leaves are, that are left there on top are hopefully then going to degrade and end up as organic matter in the ground cover beds. Um, you know, if you see twigs and small branches and things like that out in the ground cover bed, they should probably come out as well. Uh, but things like ivy and pachychandra and sedum and some of the gingers, they're just going to do fine on their own without any any amount of uh, attention from us. And then if you look to keep on going up from the ground covers are some of the many perennial flowers that we enjoy so much. Uh, herbaceous plants are intended to die down uh, to the ground and can be cleaned up so that you pretty much have an open bed when you're all done. Um... This is one of those efforts that starts and continues and continues and finally draws to a close either because you finish off the bed because all the perennials have finally perished or the winter sets in and just keeps us from uh, finishing that off and we have to wait till next spring. Um, Those kinds of beds as well. You could, as I mentioned earlier, you could use that grass clippings and the leaves on them as well. Um, So there's there's another activity that takes some time to get done, but it usually happens over a period of several weeks. Um, Spring bulbs fall into this category. If you haven't planted them yet, you've got till the ground actually freezes over, uh, and and still be okay for next spring. So that's something else that might. uh, Uh, might be done yet this fall. Uh, Up from that, uh, flowering shrubs, again, stand pretty much on their own unless it's time to consider renovation pruning on some of the finer textured shrubs like maybe Spirea or Potentilla. Um, It's a lot easier to do and enjoy that pruning effort when the plants are dormant. You get to see a lot more of the plants. You know where you're cutting and that can be done uh, well into late November in, in the process of uh, spring, happening next year in 2019. Uh, you can actually do that kind of pruning very early in the spring, well after January, but before any growth resumes next year. So you have that going for you. And then up from some of our flowering shrubs, um, we have even larger flowering shrubs. And, and one thing to remember on many of our shrubs is they put on the flower buds Uh, the summer before so the bloom show that we're going to see in 2019 is already in place so we do have to be careful uh, on a group of shrubs that put on their flowers the year before we don't want to do any uh, early spring pruning and remove the bloom show so that's another thing to take into account if you are going to do any kind of pruning, thinning, removing dead wood, uh, it's much easier to see uh, once the leaves are off, as well, even on those, even on those bigger trees. Um, If you looked up a little farther, you've got shade trees, and as they grow, they naturally shade out foliages uh, interior to the tree and the lower branches on the tree. This is just normal as growth happens in a much bigger way in the top of the canopy and up in the upper parts of the canopy. So there's a lot of dead twigs in the canopy that could come out. We see them after a windstorm usually anyway, but you could go through there and do a very good job on your own and clean out a lot of that so there's not so much of that left over uh, on the ground come next spring to clean up. So there's a variety of things we should be doing. Uh, try to do your best to get them done before the cold weather really does shut us off. Enjoy the time out uh, in the yard during more pleasant weather uh, as it comes about here and there these days. Uh, October hasn't been particularly um, normal this year, but we still have our better days and better afternoons. So in, get out and, and enjoy the yard as Best you can. Well, this has been Richard Henschel, Horticulture with the University of Illinois Extension Service, and I'll be back again next week.